Talk About It Thursdays, brought to you by the Student Relief Team. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Talk About It Thursdays. I hope everyone's doing well and staying safe. It's been a while since I've uploaded an episode, so I thank you for your patience, and I hope you're excited for what's to come. So for a lot of us, exam season is over, and for many of us, we're going back to spending the summer either working or taking more courses or even just relaxing. But while we stay indoors and go through another period of busyness, it's important to check in on ourselves, our family, friends, and make sure that we're doing our best to make our mental health a priority. Now, this week's episode is all about maintaining our mental health, um, but don't worry, I won't be giving you more tips on how to improve your well-being. Instead, what I'm gonna be doing is telling you how there's actually some habits that we should be avoiding since they're actually detrimental to your mental health. So it's kind of a backwards attempt at providing you with tips on what not to do. All right, so let's kind of get into it and I'll tell you more about it. The first habit, um, or I guess way of thinking, is perfectionism. Now, in a lot of settings, perfectionism can be helpful, like, Let's say you're in a professional setting and you're working and you want to make sure that whatever task you're given is done to the um, best level possible, right? It's perfect. Um, Or even when you're checking an essay over and you're making sure that there's no errors, no mistakes, right? Perfectionism in this case is okay. It's beneficial. But there are times when perfectionism can get toxic. It's important to remember that we're all human, we all make errors, we all make mistakes. So it's okay if you aren't able to do something or if you do it wrong. Or let's say you try to do it and you fail at the first time you do it. That's okay. Perfectionism only becomes a problem when you start putting yourself down for failing at something or for doing it wrong or not doing it um, the best it can be done. It can kind of lead you to set unrealistic goals as well. Like, for example, when you're striving for this whole um, perfectionist outlook on life, um, you kind of set goals that are like, oh, I'm going to do this, and if I don't do it, then I'm a failure, right? Things like that. It kind of leads you to that all-or-nothing mindset where either you get it all or nothing at all, which is kind of negative. And for a lot of people, they fall into this Um, because it's so, so easy to start thinking, oh, since I can't do it, I guess I got nothing out of it, and it was a waste of my time. But that's not true. If you think about it, a lot of the things we do actually teach us something. Everything we do, even if we don't do it right or to to its best possible, um, we don't get the best possible outcome, we still learn something from it, and that's what's important. So this is kind of where perfectionism starts to become a problem, and we need to do our best to realize that no one's perfect and everyone's just kind of doing their best. And so if you're, as long as you're doing your best and you're trying, that's what matters. It's okay if you're not perfect because really, like, no one is, right? And this mindset is, like I said, so, so easy to fall into. So it's always important to kind of reflect on the way you're thinking and the way you're pursuing goals. The second thing is people-pleasing or even accepting and tolerating toxic behavior. 
Now, a lot of us tend to do this without really stepping back and analyzing the situation and kind of not thinking about it consciously. But it's important to realize that being kind and compassionate and empathetic is important, but it's also important to make sure that you're not putting that above your own values. So I've mentioned this before, but don't become so focused on pleasing others that you're almost forgetting that you're important too. So always remember to take time for yourself if you need it, right? And I've mentioned this in my social anxiety podcast where let's say you have plans with someone and you are just really feeling under the weather. You don't really feel like going. Maybe um, you're just not feeling well, right? And it doesn't have to be like you're feeling sick, but it can also just, you just don't feel like interacting today, right? And that's a completely valid feeling. It's okay to feel that way. But it's also important to realize that in that situation, you need to think about what's best for you and not the whole idea of people-pleasing, right? And even things like tolerating toxic behavior. So that, let's put that back into this example. Let's say um, you say, hey, to your, you say to your friend, hey, I can't make it today. Like, I'm not really feeling well. And then they get all angry and upset. Yes, it's important to understand people's reactions, right? But I guess in a way, it's a relationship where you both need to be empathetic and you both need to understand what's going on. And so tolerating that type of behavior again and again and again kind of puts you back into this cycle of people pleasing because you're afraid of their behavior back at you. And again, this is a toxic cycle that we don't really think about, but I guess it's something that just needs more reflection and time. So you know, I'd say go and think about all your relationships <laughs> and maybe sit down and think about times where you've people pleased or even um, done something just because you were hoping that the other person would not react in a negative way. And so you just did it because you knew, okay, if I said something else or if I did something else, it wouldn't, um, it wouldn't, the outcome wouldn't be that great, right? Okay, the next thing is not getting enough sleep. And (laughs) this kind of goes back into um, tips on what to do, I guess, get enough sleep, right? Um, (laughs) And we've all seen this, we've all been tired and exhausted and, right, we've stayed up to complete assignments and whatnot, right? But actually staying up and being tired and exhausted adds on to the stress that we already face every day. And that is what takes a toll on your mental health. A lot of the stress we face actually accumulates over time. And so we need rest and time for our minds to relax, which we don't get if we're not getting enough sleep. And so our body starts reacting back in negative ways and that stress builds up and we start feeling tired and angry and all kinds of negative emotions. So I always tell my friends right, to find some time during their day, any time, even five minutes, 10 minutes to take a power nap. Even if they didn't get a good night's sleep, right? They can at least take some time to just take a quick power nap. And even that will help um, your mental health overall. Another thing I've mentioned is not taking time for yourself or not talking about your emotions to even yourself. Taking time for yourself is one of the most important things I think anyone and everyone should do for themselves. It's so, so important. And I mention it again and again and again because it's so important. Just taking time to even reflect on your day, taking a moment to breathe, 
feeling the world around you, right? Just being present um, and reflecting on your emotions. All of these things affect our mental health. When we kind of shut down our emotions or we just push them aside and we think, oh, I'll deal with this later, they come back. They come back and they come back stronger when we don't pay attention to them. So it's important to sit there and just go through what you're feeling. And it's okay. No matter what you're feeling, it's okay. What's important is that you accept it and you kind of take time to understand it. And really, like, I'm starting to sound a bit like one of those, like, yoga coaches. And um, it's actually important to consider all of these things. And we start thinking about how being present is so important and taking time for yourself is so important, seeing that growth, right? All of these things affect our mental health. And we don't realize it until maybe someone brings it up. And the next time we do it, we see it in ourselves and we're like, oh, they were right. This is <laughs> this is important, right? So I encourage all of you to look deeper, look deeper into your emotions, your feelings, because it's not only going to help you accept what you're feeling, but it's also going to help you look for solutions or even coping mechanisms, right? It's going to help you um, get to know yourself better, which is always great for growth. And it's always great for our mental health, because the more we figure out how to help ourselves and how to kind of aid in our own journey, the more we can grow as an individual and the better our mental health is going to be. So the last thing I want to mention is something I'm sure a lot of us have heard of, and that's overusing social media. Now, this kind of has two parts to it, and I'll go into each of them. But the first one is around the idea that when we're seeing other people living these seemingly perfect lives, we start comparing and we feel like maybe we aren't good enough or we're not doing enough or whatever we're doing isn't good enough, <laughs> right? And this kind of goes back um, to when I was talking about perfectionism, right? It's important to realize that everyone's living their own life and what we see on social media doesn't necessarily have to be exactly that. Like how many times have we put something on social media that isn't exactly, you know, how it seems? Um, and when we start comparing ourselves and feeling like we aren't maybe like successful enough, it's just a downward spiral of comparisons and judging yourself negatively, right? The other side of this revolves around the time um, that we spend on social media. So just how much time we sit there scrolling through and looking at posts on Instagram. I'm like very much referring to myself right now, but I have spent a good hour on just on just Instagram, just scrolling because like every next thing is funny and I want to see more. And we don't really think about how much time it's taking away from just living in the present and getting things done or even like allowing us to be productive, right? It's just taking away from that. And it's important to realize that, yes, social media is a great way to stay connected. But sometimes we find ourselves scrolling for hours and we don't really look at the time and we realize, oh, the day is over and we haven't really done much. And this can go back into perfectionism, right? Because then you think, wow, I wasted this whole day, I could have done so much, and it goes into that all-or-nothing mindset. So procrastination becomes a thing, right? You don't want to be productive anymore because you've spent your whole day scrolling through social media. You haven't done anything else, right? Like, enjoy the moment. So where I'm kind of getting at with this is making sure you're planning your time and making sure you're using it wisely. You're using it 
on things that are productive, right? Yes, you can spend time um, scrolling through social media. It's perfectly fine. We all do it. But make sure that you're also using time for yourself, um, for things that you have to get done, for other people in your life, and just other things that maybe aren't social media, right? All right. And that basically brings me to the end of this episode. Um, It's super quick, I know. But I hope it kind of gave you that backwards view on mental health and if you come up with more things like feel free to let me know because these are just some things that I kind of thought of but I know there's definitely a lot more um like you know eating right and stuff but I guess that's not really like that backwards thing I'm talking about so yeah I still hope this helped you and especially during the pandemic I think it's important to look into um, maintaining your mental health in both ways, right? In what you can do to help and in what you shouldn't do because it's detrimental. So like I always say, take what you need and let it guide you. And always remember that if you feel like you need to speak to someone about it, um, reach out to a professional. Anyways, I do want to thank you for always listening and for supporting us. Let's make a change together even when we're apart. Thank you, folks. That's it for me.